you actually have to look at your plate and go, I'm not trying to fill this up. I'm not trying to have a little bit of everything. I'm not trying to maximize what's on this plate. Mm -mm. In fact, you know what I'm going to do? Out of this whole buffet, out of all of these things possible, out of all of these things available, when I actually sit down and do my planning, I'm going to pick two important goals. I am going to pick the two most important goals to help me move my work forward. And that is what I'm putting on my plate. What you realize very soon is how much clarity that requires. Hello, hello. You are listening to Your Unapologetic Career. Being a woman of color faculty in academic medicine who wants to make a real difference with your career can be tough. Listen, these systems are not built for us, but that doesn't mean we can't make them work for us. In each episode, I'll be taking a deep dive into one core growth strategy so you can gain confidence and effectiveness in pursuing the dream career you worked so hard to achieve. All you have to do is tune in to your unapologetic career with me, your host, Kemi Dole, physician, surgeon, researcher, coach, and career strategist for an always authentic, sometimes a little raw, but unapologetically empowering word. I keep it real for you because I want you to win. So the truth is, I get messages all the time from people who are like, whoa, 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 this is too good. I definitely want to do more. How can I work with you? Like, where is the front door? And so if that's you and you're a woman of color faculty in academic medicine or public health, just keep listening. The question is, are you building the academic career you want or hard at work checking boxes on everyone else's to-do list? A successful career doing the work that you love doesn't mean you have to sacrifice your values, your family, or your joy. Stop trying to be everything to everybody and get to learning the strategies that will 3x your productivity, hone your passions into grant-funded projects, and create the career you worked so hard to achieve. If you have been to every career development or professional development workshop that sounded great, but didn't actually deal with the kind of institutional pressures you face. If you are working hard, but somehow stuck in inefficiency, putting everyone else's priorities first. If you spent years training and sacrificing to become academic faculty, and here you are still working when you don't want to be on the projects you care most about. I'm here to tell you that you can walk away from this institutional mindset forever and take control of your career with clarity and strategy. Every day, I help women of color faculty in academic medicine and public health, like you, reframe and recreate their academic life so that they can channel their ideas, passions, and skills into grant-funded work with institutional support. And that is why this episode is brought to you by Get That Grant, our six-month comprehensive high-performance coaching program for high-achieving, women of color faculty in academic medicine and public health who are ready to reclaim career control and secure grant funding doing the work they love. In Get That Grant, we help you kick imposter syndrome to the curb for good so you lead your career with clarity and confidence. 
we help you learn productivity and strategy skills for grants and papers. To maximize your chances of success without wasting your time, abandoning your passion, or working yourself into the ground. We help you build the foundation for an amazing and fulfilling academic career, changing your life and the lives of everyone your work will touch. Yes, this future is possible for you, and it's waiting on you to take the first step. If you are ready for career success without sacrifice, without suffering, then I encourage you to join our waitlist at kemidole.com backslash grant. After you join the waitlist, you will be notified when the next Get That Grant cohort will be enrolling. Your application process will include an in-depth career foundations assessment, helping you identify the gaps in your foundation that are holding you back from enjoying the career you worked so hard to achieve. No more secret worrying that the career you really want isn't really possible. This career assessment will show you exactly where you need to focus to level up your experience and your impact. Join the waitlist today to get in line. Visit kemidole.com backslash grant to sign up. See you soon. Hello, hello. We are bringing you an episode today from a 30-day live stream Instagram challenge that I did in the summer of 2023, potentially quite recently, depending on when you're catching this episode. Our topics range for things that were very career focused to things that were pretty personal and everything in between. We've curated some of the most popular ones or frankly, just some of my favorite, even if they weren't popular, to bring them to the podcast. And this week we're dropping one for your ears. I hope you enjoy it. Talk soon. Hello and welcome back. It is day 20 of the 30 day live challenge. And I'm going to be talking about how you do more by choosing less. My name is Kemi. I am a coach and career strategist for women of color faculty in academic medicine and public health. And I want to talk about this because it's the end of June. It's the start of the summer. I mean, I know some of you, your summers have already started because you don't live where I live in the Pacific Northwest. (laughs) And you're like, girl, it's been summer. What are you talking about? But like here where I live, the summer really starts in July. Like it flirts in June, but the summer gets going in July. But also it is a natural restart. Like it's the start of the third quarter of the year. We're halfway through the year. A lot of people think about the July, August, September, like what am I doing with my life in that way? Certainly in the academic world, it's a major place of restarting renewal A lot of academic contracts and jobs are a July to July situation. A lot of graduations happen, et cetera. So I thought this was a good time to talk about this concept of doing more by choosing less, because this is a time where a lot of people are intentionally trying to do that planning. So I will say this is a little bit like if you don't do like any kind of planning at all, I'm just going to say like actually start to plan your work out and plan your your life and like meaningful chunks that you can work around in terms of your career. So like, I realize that sometimes, especially new faculty members, but it's also shocking to me how long this can persist, don't actually engage in active, intentional planning of their time and energy. They just kind of like show up to the week and see what happens and show up to the month and see what happens. And then they go, how is it possible that like three months pass by? So I will say that like, I recommend that, but this is actually going a step further for like when you are planning, when you are doing planning, when you are thinking to yourself, all right, it's the summertime, like 
what am I doing? What are my goals for the next three months, this third quarter of the year, or this, you know, summer chunk before the students come back or whatever. When you're in that space, I want to talk about how you can set yourself up to be more productive, to ultimately get more done. And so this is like a tenant that we definitely coach around in my programs. And this is a part, a teeny slice of the process that we use when we do our quarterly planning with our fully funded clients. And it's a way to just keep some sanity, honestly, in how you move through not just like any individual day, but like long swaths of time. So this whole do more by choosing less is inherently, it feels contradictory. It feels like we should, if you want to do more, you have to choose more, right? Like if I'm going to get more done, that means that I'm going to say yes to more things, right? That feels like a very A equals B situation kept me like, where is the fuzzy math here? But when we think about the context of our jobs as faculty members, academic medicine, public health, you have to understand that like there's never, 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 never an end to the number of things that you can be asked to do. There is never, never, never an end to the number of projects, papers, studies, mentees, opportunities that are possible for you. And again, as I always say, I am talking to high achieving women of color faculty in academic medicine and public health. I promise you there is zero end, zero end to the number of opportunities, the possible grant applications, the possible papers, the possible jobs, the possible positions. There is no end to all of the possibilities of things that you could put on your plate. There's no end to that. So in that setting, I want you to understand that if your approach to being very productive is to try to like fill your plate, you have lost. Because one, there's no end to how full your plate can get. None, zero. People can keep piling stuff on, keep piling stuff on. So one problem with trying to say, well, I just wanna get as much done as I can as possible, is that you're never actually going to reach that goal. Like you're never gonna go, oh, this is as much as much as I can get done as possible, because there's always going to be more. And not only is there always going to be more, y'all, what you have on your plate is always going to seem so small and so minuscule compared to what you could do. So because there's an endless supply of opportunity, there's an endless supply of this project, that paper, this opportunity, this speaking engagement, this conference, an endless supply, even if your goal is, well, let me do as much as possible, you will look at that plate, uh, that pile of food, of opportunities, and you will look at, you know, I don't know, a football-sized stadium of things possible, and you know what you will feel? You will feel like, I'm not doing enough. You will feel like, well, this isn't probably enough. And so you know what we do? We immediately then shift the definition again of as much as possible on the plate. Now, as possible shifts. Because now that I've seen what I said yes to, I've seen what I put on my plate, but I'm comparing it to all the possibilities and the emails that keep coming in and the things that keep coming in, that definition of, well, let me just fill my plate as much as possible changes. And we add more to the plate and we add more to the plate and we add more to the plate. So we never actually, even if you try, you're like looking for that satisfaction of, yes, I've put as much as possible. Now let me move forward. You don't even get that first checkbox on that approach because 
you never reach the goal of as much as possible. There's always so much more. It always feels like there's so little that you've done in comparison. So in case you're wondering why you always end up with too much on your plate, that's why. It's a setup, y'all. Somebody put in the comments, it's a setup, okay? Like, that's why. So that's one reason why I don't want you to continue thinking like, well, let me just put as much as possible that fits. It's never gonna work. And it's also not satisfying because you're not ever gonna actually feel that way. So that's a problem. So you never actually go, okay, well, I maxed out my plate because max, the definition moves. The second problem is that regardless of what you end up with, your original max or the redefined max as you keep adding things, because you have too much on your plate, you can't actually do it all well. I said it, I'm saying it to you. I'm saying it to your face, okay? I am calling you out your name. You can't actually do all that stuff well. Stop pretending like you can. Stop being a part of this culture that just, I'm gonna do it all, I'm gonna do it all, it's gonna be great, I'm gonna do it all. Stop doing that, it's not true. You're not doing your best work. You can't actually do all of that. If you have so much that you can't arrange your schedule appropriately so you can do work at a reasonable pace, so you're not urgently finishing things before a deadline, so you're not dropping things all the time, so shadow tasks aren't constantly like popping up here and there and everywhere, so you're not exhausted at the end of every week. If you have that much stuff on your plate, you're not doing a good enough job. You're not able to do all those things well, period and your energy and your focus is going to be driven by the thing that's just in front of you right then in the moment, as opposed to being driven by the short and long-term goals of your purpose aligned work in your career. You can't do that kind of strategy when your plate is totally full. You can't. So that's the other reason why I want y'all to stop trying to do as much as possible. Stop it. It's not gonna work. It doesn't feel good because you don't meet that goal internally, and two, you don't actually do a good job, okay? I'm telling you to your face, you don't. So here's the thing though, you don't have to give up. You don't have to give up the goal of wanting to get a lot done. Hmm, what, Kemi? <laughs> Wait, what? What's the switch up? Yes. You don't have to give up the goal of wanting to be very productive. You just have to approach it differently. You gotta approach the process differently, that's all. And the way that you have to approach the process differently is you have to choose to do less. Oh, <laughs> you have to choose less. You actually have to look at your plate and go, I'm not trying to fill this up. I'm not trying to have a little bit of everything. I'm not trying to maximize what's on this plate. Mm -mm. In fact, you know what I'm gonna do? Out of this whole buffet, out of all of these things possible, out of all of these things available, when I actually sit down and do my planning, I'm going to pick two important goals. I am going to pick the two most important goals, the two most important things to help me move my work forward and that is what I'm putting on my plate. What you realize very soon is how much clarity that requires. What of the things you are doing actually serve your work? What of the things you are doing actually serve your purpose? How is the what you're spending your time on aligned with the work that you came here to do? All of that stuff comes in here. But the bottom line is, planners, I want you to look 
That's right, Jackie. <laughs> Jackie's in the audience. Goals and activities alignment. That's right. Phase one, get that grant. You need to be able to look when you're planning and say, what are the two most important things I need to get done? For me, it would be like by the end of the summer, July, August, September, what are the two most critical things? It doesn't mean that other things aren't important, y'all. It doesn't. It does not mean that other things aren't important. But if you have to be able to know that. So if you're struggling to understand like why you're not feeling productive or whatever, and you can't identify the two most important opportunities, things, papers, projects, whatever, if you can't identify those two, that's part of the issue. And you need to undergo a clarification process to understand and actually tie what you spend your time on with your goals for your career. Anyway, so why does this work? You only pick two things. And you know what? You schedule all the stuff for those first, period. Those are the most important things on your list. That's what you need to schedule. Every decision is made through making progress on those things, okay? And when you only have two things, this is the other thing is that you get to now incorporate vacation, boo. You get to incorporate. If it's summer and you're like, listen, I'm taking every Friday afternoon off, you get to incorporate all that. Put all that on the schedule. Because we're just talking about the two main priorities, the two girls, the most important things. Now, why does this end up with you doing more by choosing less? That's the choosing less part. That's the choosing less part. Not everything, two things. That's it. Why do you end up doing more? Because when your plate is constantly full of everything, when you're constantly trying to do the max and you constantly feel like you're barely doing anything because you know it's really not that much in comparison to what's possible. So you already feel like you're barely doing anything, but you actually also simultaneously while you feel that way, you do actually have too many things you're trying to accomplish at one time and therefore you're not actually working that well, which means that you're also inefficient because you're more tired and you're more distractible and you're not using your energy in service of your best work. When that is your norm, when that's what you do, you actually have no idea how efficient you really are. You're not giving yourself the opportunity to see how well you work, how quickly you work, the quality of the work that you get done when you have excellent, appropriate focus. You don't know what that life is, girl. You don't know who that is because your life is go, 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 one thing to the next, one thing to the next. When you choose less, when you structure your schedule, your time, and your decisions through doing less, what you will find out from the top, from the jump, is you will realize just how quick you are. You will realize what you are capable of, what you're able to do. Not just how much, but the quality of things that you are able to do and produce when you actually have focus and space. And so you know what will happen? You will knock that shit out. You will get that stuff done. You will make the progress that you want to make on the things that matter most to you. And when that happens, do you know what happens? You have more energy, not less. Can you imagine? You will work and you will end your work session and you will finish working on something and you will have more energy, not less. What kind of life is that, Kemi? That's the life of choosing less. And when you do that, and when you fill your own cup first, and when I mean your own cup, I mean you fill the satisfaction of working on the things that you love that are most important for you first. When you do that, when your schedule and your decisions are oriented that way, 
you end up with more energy when you're done with those things. And guess what happens? More things get done. Now you're cruising like, I got my own stuff done. What y'all want to do? What y'all want from me? <laughs> Let me open up this email inbox and see what y'all have in here. Let me knock this out. Let me do this here. Let me do, and all of a sudden, all types of extra stuff is getting done. All the rest of the things that you're like, Kemi, you don't understand. I can't not pick these things. These are so important. They will happen. They will get done. You know why? Because you are filling your energetic cup first. I'm speaking to high achievers, and I say that all the time because I understand where our energy comes from. We like to see tangible progress on things that are important to us. We are energized by making progress on things that matter to us. If you understand that about yourself, do you see why you can't just pile all sorts of stuff on and try to do the most? It's the worst tactic for you. It's the worst way for you to try to move yourself forward. The best way is to work with yourself. Choose less. Refill your energetic cup doing work that actually energizes you. Structure your schedule and your decisions around those most important things and watch the trickle-down effect. Watch that. And then notice, oh, look at me still taking that Friday afternoon off. <laughs> Look at me still going on vacation. Look at me knocking stuff out, knocking stuff out, knocking stuff out. It's done, it's done, it's done, it's done. You will do more and you will do better work by choosing less. It starts with decision-making, it starts with focus, and it starts with recognizing that overwork and maximizing and saying yes to as many things was never going to be your way to success. exactly the move. I don't even know if I did that, but if I did, I love it. All right. So y'all, I want you to go forth and prosper. You know, this is the perfect time to start doing some planning. Okay. I want you to crumple up that to-do list, throw it away and actually ask yourself, girl, look yourself in the mirror, say name. What are the two most important things that actually matter to me that are knocked out by the end of this season? Let me get myself together and let me actually work with how I work well. And the rest, let the rest happen. All right, y'all. It's lovely to connect with you today. This was super fun. Have a great rest of your day. Take care. Bye. Ooh, congratulations to you who is still listening because the people who already stopped listening, y'all, they're going to miss out. They are about to miss out on an opportunity. So here's the thing. I would love to connect with you more meaningfully. And so I have decided that I'm going to open up some one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions for free 99 with some of my most loyal and enthusiastic listeners. I'm very excited to do this. I feel like the success of our Katie Coach LLC business enterprise allows me to have flexibility to do this kind of thing and really connect with you where you are. So who is this for? One, women of color faculty in academic medicine or public health. That's who this is for. Number two, you have not been a coaching client of Get That Grant or any of our other offerings. Number three, you love this podcast and rock with it, okay? So if that is you and you are interested in potentially being able to schedule with me a one-on-one -on -one coaching session for free, then this is what I'd love you to do. I'd love you to reflect on this podcast episode you just listened to and consider what is your top takeaway? What was your big 
aha moment in listening to this and why does that matter to you? And what you're going to do is post that answer, your top takeaway for the podcast, why it was important to you. Make sure that you include the podcast number and the title of the podcast. Post that either on Twitter or Instagram and tag me. You have to tag me because if you don't tag me, then I'm not going to know that you did this. So then you can't be entered to win the one-on-one coaching session. So you're going to tag me with your top takeaway on Twitter or Instagram, post it along with the episode number and name, and that will enter you into a drawing for a free coaching session with me. I am going to do more than one, and I'm going to do this more than once. So I would recommend strongly that you consider the math and, you know, adjust your efforts accordingly. (laughs) But like all jokes aside, I am really excited about this. I'm excited to connect with you all that I haven't had a chance to. I'm very clear. Like I understand that our coaching offerings are what we call high ticket programs. They're expensive. They're not cheap because you know what? They weren't designed to be. (laughs) But that doesn't mean that everybody can access them. So You might fall into that category. You might just fall into a category of like, I don't really know what this is about, but these podcasts are really hitting and helping me. And so if you do, and you're a woman of color faculty in academic medicine or public health, then follow the instructions and hopefully I'll get to connect with you soon. All right, take care. 